So yeah, okay. So something that I saw was, you know, like, Birds of Prey, like getting renamed to Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey instead of, well, honestly, one should have not made it sound like an afterthought. Just if you're going to like rename it on the kiosk and stuff, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, you know, something like that. But one thing that I noticed or one thing that I saw kind of cycling is like, I guess they're like, no, this isn't because the movie uh, didn't uh, do as well over its opening weekend as we thought. They're, the studio was like, we just decided to change it for it to be easily searchable on like theater websites. And I'm like, eh, that doesn't make sense. But whatever. Uh, better name for sure. It's kind of, I would kind of feel bad for whoever came up with like, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harlequin. I'm like, it's a fun title. And then the studio's just like, yeah. And then like three days later, like, never mind. We're just going to call it Harlequin Birds of Prey. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Daniel, you ready? I'm ready. Ready, Steve? Andy? Uh Uh-huh. Let's go, fellas. All right. It's it's ballroom blitz. It's it's ballroom blitz. Woo! It's a ballroom blitz. Okay. All right, Daniel, how you doing? Let's get into this. I'm doing good. Good. All right. Well, hey, welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast. I'm Jordan, and sitting across me here is the Huntress himself, Daniel. Hello, hello. I mean, she's my favorite one. She was cool. Yes, today we are talking the new new titled movie, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, grab that crossbow, and let's kill bad guys. Yeah. Literally kill? Literally. All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Alrighty, well, welcome back everybody. Before we get started here, yeah, we'll just talk about what we're drinking. Daniel, you brought something in this week. What'd you bring? So I brought in something. I don't know if we had it before or not, but you know, I only you only have access to so much beer. <laughs> but I got a Deschutes in other words, you were IPA. running late, stopped by 7 Eleven, and it was the best they had. Fred Myers, but yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Deschutes Inversion IPA, pretty solid IPA. I don't remember having this before. I don't think we've had it on the show. No, I mean I've definitely had this over the years, but yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I like I like uh, Inversion. Yeah, so yeah, Deschutes right here in Bend, Oregon. Whoop whoop. Yeah. All right, Daniel. Well, is there any like any quick news bits you want to talk about before we get into some Oscars? I, I just know- figured we go straight into Oscars. Nothing super noteworthy besides them changing Birds of Prey's name. The name, yeah. Uh. Which I oh I just thought that was funny because the last time I saw that was with Dark Phoenix when they did the Blu-ray release they actually finally put the X Men branding on it so it was X Men Dark Phoenix oh, right. and it was X Men semicolon Dark Phoenix er, and, colon, Dark and that's Phoenix. the only time I've seen that like with the Lady Ghostbusters in 2016 they changed it to Who Are You Gonna Call or something like that or Answer the Call. Oh, really? They changed the name of it for the DVD release. Same thing with that Tom Cruise movie. Live, yeah, they the DVDs live, die, repeat instead of Edge of Tomorrow. So I don't know, like I see you see it happening like in 
you know, modern years, but I'm like, it just seems so weird. But I guess, you know, if you can just update, you know, the name on a marquee, you know, it's not like somebody has to go up and physically change. Well, I mean, some old school theaters, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So I think that's just kind of funny. Sorry, I'm looking up something right up to see if there's a, I read something interesting in the last week, but maybe not. Maybe not. Because I just figured we'd be like, well, Oscars happened last night. Oh, here's a little tidbit thing. Is Christopher McQuarrie, I think I say his name, teases terrifying stunts for Mission Impossible sequels. That's kind of a fun little article on how he's saying they're going to try to ump the ante even more. So we'll see what happens. I mean, fingers crossed that Tom Cruise doesn't overdo it and kill himself on accident because that would suck. Yeah. I mean, he's even said himself, if he's going to die, he's dying on a film set. And if it's going to be any film set... Might be Mission, probably be Mission Impossible. Could be. Well, I know he broke his leg last time. He did, or ankle. Yeah. yeah. Ho- hopefully it's uh. Well, okay. Uh, for a while. So one thing, I guess we're just doing quick movie news, all jumbled because we got some Oscars to talk about. Uh, but th- I guess this week was when Sam Raimi in talks to direct Doctor Strange. Oh came yeah, out. yes. I'm like, it already seems so long ago. But yeah, it was like late last week they were talking about that. So there's that, and I guess. Uh, I have some just a couple more quick ones. Uh, Warner Bros. and HBO create a new studio called Warner Max to specifically create movies for HBO Max streaming service. Cool. So that and Owen Wilson was cast to play a major role in the Loki Disney Plus series. Not revealed who he's going to play, but he's going to be in there in a in a major role. That's cool. <laughs> nice. So just a lot of quick little movie news. Okay. So now we well, gotta... what a quite the uh, Oscar year this has been. I mean, overall, I was pretty satisfied with all the nominations, even all the wins, too. It looks like some of my favorites got a little bit of love, like Ford v. Ferrari. Didn't take home Best Picture or nothing, but it won some stuff in the technical, which yeah. I thought was good. Yeah, because it took home film editing, which I was very pleased with because that editing was great. Same with sound editing. 1917 t- took home sound mixing. Nice. And most fun time... While it didn't win things like Best Original Screenplay or Best Picture, it did take home uh, Production Design, which I was happy with, as well as an uh, Oscar for Brad Pitt for uh, uh, Supporting Actor, which well-deserved. I yeah. saw this movie again before the Oscars, and yeah, I'm, I was really happy to see Brad Pitt take away the Oscar, because he, as Cliff Booth, is great in that movie. Yeah. I still love when he punches that guy right in the face. Right. <laughs> it's my boss's car. You're going to change this. Fuck you. <sighs> Love that. Love it so much. Change it. Do I at least get to wash my face off? No. No. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So, so great. Good. So <laughs> good. But yeah, no, I know. We, I didn't watch the Oscars. You didn't watch it. Yeah, so... I, yeah, I was late to the game. I was, go- I was just going to go to... Uh, we don't have uh, TV at my house. So I was just going to go to our parents' house since they're out of town and watch it over there. But something's up their TV. I don't know. It was as if normal TV was streaming on a very low network. Like It was was like it barely had a connection to a 2G network. Like It was so choppy and so bad that I gave up. After about 20, 30 minutes, just gave up on it. I was going to go to a nearby theater that was streaming it, but then I just, I don't know. And I'm going home and just watching highlights later. Yeah. And I just, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm 26. I'm... The generation, I'm like, I'm not going to watch a three-plus-hour three award show. I'm going to spend five minutes reading who won the next day. 
or even later that night. Yeah, it's just and the announcement was a go. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, anyway, but uh, yeah, it looked like I saw some fun stuff. Um, I I did watch the opening with uh Steve Martin and uh Chris Rock. That was good. Okay. Yeah, no host again this year, but yeah, it was a little fun seeing some little bits in there. You were talking about Shia LaBeouf earlier. Yeah, with his co-star from Peanut Butter Falcon. Which that was cool that they came out together. Yeah, I'm gonna. Have to, I didn't see that clip anywhere. I'm gonna have to go back and find that. But yeah, so uh, as far as winners go, so yeah, Daniel and I had a game going. Yeah, we. Well, so I guess the rule, the framework was we took twenty three Oscar categories, uh, which apparently were twenty four, but the list that I printed out only had twenty three. We didn't realize this till afterwards. Your short docs were missed. Short docs were missing. It's all right. But uh, yeah, so we went through. Uh, we kind of. Flipped a coin for who would go first, then we flipped it again for who would be get to pick for or the best picture at the end. Yeah, we kind of started at the end with like the least favorites, and then worked our way up. And we had a point system going where we each got two guesses. If your first guess was the winner, then it was worth more points. Yeah, I like think we decided on five points. Five points and three points. Yeah. And surprisingly, so yeah, a lot of us. So in a lot of these categories, we're picking. Four out of five, and I think there was a total of like three or four where neither one of us got it right on any guess. The biggest which thing I couldn't believe. I mean, the biggest thing for it was animated feature because I think you didn't you choose uh, how took, to train your dragon. I took dragon. Yeah, I took dragon, and uh, I think the other one was hand, yeah. or I lost my body. Right, and I was just like, and then I picked the other two, and then uh, Toy Story four one, which neither of us picked. So we're like. We didn't. We just didn't think. I didn't, didn't think, think that was. I mean, I know it's it. Pixar and it was a good movie, but I just thought like, nah, there's better stuff out there. I thought so too. I thought How to Train Your Dragon was the shoe in, and I feel like it should have been. But then, Apparently surprisingly, I've seen a lot of people. I haven't watched Klaus yet, or Claus. Klaus. I heard it pronounced both ways. I heard it both ways too. I think but, it's just Claus. About Santa, so I yeah. figure. But it was just so weird seeing a lot of people were like klaus should have won klaus should have won klaus should have won i'm like i really just need to watch this movie like i know it's outside of christmas time now but i just gotta watch here's one neither one of us got right visual effects i said avengers endgame and star wars you said lion king and irishman 1917 one which is so weird to me because out of all that's the least visually effects as far as like cgi goes i mean yeah i mean do they paste together because what was it i think i read 32 cuts as far as pacing it all together to make it look like one continuous shot throughout the whole movie. Only 32. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And like he doesn't actually jump over a wall into a flowing river. But uh, yeah, still. I, I, I don't know. I just thought like, no. If anything, Endgame has this one. They're going to throw it a bone. Nothing. Nothing for Endgame. So yeah, I mean, we can go over some of the winners here. Little Women won for uh, Costume Design, which was my number one pick. I mean, it makes sense. Purity period pieces usually get that one hair and makeup went to bombshell another pick for jordan for number one whoop, whoop. original song daniel got this one right i'm gonna love you or excuse me i'm gonna love me again from rocket man which i was excited for that it, at least it won something I, I cannot believe that taron eggerson was not nominated for that role yeah me too that was a real bummer Original score went to joker which i was excited for that that was actually a number one pick for me as well nice and yeah, that, that was just a solid... Out of all the scores listed, I think that in 1917 had the most memorable scores. Mm-hmm. So I was really glad to see one of those two win. Um, production design went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well-deserved, in my opinion. Yeah. 
seeing Quentin Tarantino bring back 1969 Hollywood, like yeah. just bringing that to life was just what an achievement. Sound mixing went to 1917, Ford v. Ferrari for sound editing. Film editing was Ford v. Ferrari, which I think well-deserved for that. I'm still surprised that 1917 wasn't up for film editing. If you have a film that's designed to be a one-shot and it looks like a one-shot, that's some great editing. I was surprised that that didn't go up yeah. for film editing, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it... it uh, they it, still got a lot. It won for cinematography, though. Yeah. Which, another number one for Dorn. I thought that was my number one. Nope. Your number one was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I bet which you, was a good I second bet guess. you probably just picked 1917 before me. Yeah, which was a good guess still on your part, because going back and rewatching it in theaters this last weekend, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the, the cinematography is great in that movie. Yeah. There's a lot of good long shots in that, too. Um, yeah, best documentary went to American Factory, which Daniel, that was your number one pick. Mm-hmm. And let's see what's other. Okay, so original screenplay is one that we did not guess. There was Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Parasite won that one. Okay. So Parasite for the winner of that. And adaptive screenplay went to Jojo Rabbit, which that was one of your number ones. Oh, good. So... Which I thought overall, yeah, that well deserved. Irishman probably would have been that was my number one pick, and I think, I mean, good one too. I don't know they're all pretty good. In yeah, this category. Hmm, animated short. You got that one. Hair love, which I, I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen. It's any on of YouTube. These. It's really great. It's very cute. Is it? All right, I'll have to check it out. Is that a Pixar one? No, there's no. Just, I don't think so. Okay. Just, but yes, animated feature. Here we are. Toy Story four, which I was just like, what the crap. I thought for sure How to Train a Dragon was in. If anything else, this Claws one, maybe? Yeah, that's what I've been hearing a lot of people talk it, about. Maybe Missing Link for stop motion. I'm, I think it's time stop motion made a comeback. I mean, yeah. I love stop motion. But yeah, for director, that was another one he missed. So Bong Joon-ho for Parasite won that one. Your number one was Sam Mendes and mine was Quentin Tarantino, which not bad guesses. <laughs> right, because I'm like, for sure, I'm like, 1917, I thought was going to win Best Picture, which usually Best Director and Best Picture not always go hand in hand, but it's, you know, not a far cry. But Bong, Bong Ho. Supporting actress went to Laura Dern, which I thought she was great in Marriage Story, so I was really happy to see her win that. Okay. And I mean, that's as good as. As much as I love the other gals, Kathy Bates, Margot Robbie, Scarlett Johansson, uh, yeah, I think Laura Dern was just awesome in that movie. Uh, supporting actor, Brad Pitt, woo, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which well-deserved, man. I was so glad to see Cliff Booth win. Yeah, When I was watching that in theaters the morning of, I was just like, man, he better win for this. Like, just watching, I love him in that role so much. Right. So many good parts, too. Like, when he goes up against Bruce Lee, it's just oh. great. <laughs> Slams him against the car. That's my car. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Like. Now I need you to open it. Oh. <laughs> I thought you heard cheers. Then. No. <laughs> well. Yeah. Careful. We got a lot of equipment. Yeah. Don't put it over the equipment. Put it over the Lego. Oh, yeah. No. That way, if it spills on Lego, no biggie. Luke Skywalker speedsters. But you, you got to be careful. This is the discontinued color. Yeah, just right. <laughs> so for lead actress, we've got Renee Zellweger for the winner, which uh, that's good. Actually, you know, we're, what was it for? For Judy. Judy. Okay. Which yeah. we're going to talk about her later when we okay. talk some Jerry Maguire. Okay. Uh, yeah, Charlie Theron was good in her Bombshell, Little Women, Marriage Story for Scarlett. Yeah, Scarlett nominated twice. Yeah. 
which I heard that's the, if these are the first nominations she's ever gotten. Really? I thought for sure she would have been nominated by now. I don't know. I mean, like, she's been in... <sighs> what has she been in outside of, like, Avengers and stuff? I feel like a lot of stuff. I know. I'm like, what? And now I'm, like, drawing a blank. Like, what has she The been only in? thing I can think of in recent history was Ghost in the Shell, which, you know, probably, obviously wasn't going to get her a nomination. Uh, but Ghost Story from, like, 2001? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm not usually... I'm not hugely aware, besides... Uh, her being in Jojo Rabbit, like anything else that she's done while she's doing the Marvel stuff. But I don't know. Anyway. All right. And here we are for lead actor, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. I was very happy to hear that because I'm like, I feel like if Joker's going to get anyone, I thought it was going to be for Joaquin Phoenix. I still haven't seen Pain and Glory, so I can't tell you about Antonio Banderas. I, I love DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time, though. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> spoiler alert, I watched Once Upon a Time twice this last weekend. I watched it on Saturday night at home, and then I went and saw it in theaters again Sunday. And <laughs> one of my favorite parts, too, is still when he's just like just coming down on himself inside his trailer about <laughs> drinking too much. Yeah. And I, I actually at home rewound it and watched that scene twice. Just, oh, yeah. So I do good. love it. It's like, you, you could have eight, like eight melon or drop or. Whatever the heck, like melon like, drops or whatever, or melon balls or something like that. You like, had heavy. You, Couldn't you, I just had four? You had heavy. <laughs> fucking alcoholic, you. <laughs> My God. And then he throws his drink out. Well, he's like looking at it, he's like, ah, fuck it. And he's like, no, and tosses it. <laughs> he's uh, like, if you don't stop drinking, I'm gonna fucking put a bowl in your head when we get home. <laughs> like looking himself in the mirror. Yeah, I forgot about that. That scene is just great. Like you messing up your life, man. You practice all night. Now you sound like you didn't even practice. Just... Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just... It's a, that's a great uh, so good. It's so good. I know we have in our movies anywhere. Like I really just gotta like have people sit down. I'm like, all right, this is what we're watching today. But yeah, I was happy to see Joaquin. I actually might go see Joker tonight. We'll see. I might go see it for a second time. I've only seen it the once. Same. Would like to see it again. So, for the Best Picture winner, neither one of us got this right, Daniel. You no. said 1917 or Ford v. Ferrari. I said Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or The Irishman. And Parasite, which we knew was probably definitely going to get foreign film, took on the Oscars for both, which I've never seen before. No, that's like, I think it's the first time. I mean, I know first time historically that foreign film won Best Picture, which, you know, usually, I mean, historically, like, pretty much every other year like you see a foreign film get a ton of buzz no matter how good the buzz is if they put it in best foreign film and put it up for and then they kind of like symbolically put it up for best picture then it just gets pissed for best Which foreign film kind of kind of strange i know there's some people on the internet a little upset about it i, I mean i guess because you know the oscars we all think of it as america cinema one thing that i heard interesting though this guy crawled into a podcast today or yesterday or whatever and talked talked about this is how in some ways it is an american achievement because Korea was one country at one time and you had communists that you know wanted to take over the whole thing and how we helped them basically divide it in half and make it so the lower half, you know, the South, South Korea, Korea was free from the communist North Korea. And because of that, they're able to do things like make movies like Parasite. So the, the guy telling, tell, you know, talking about this was like, you know what? That is an excellent point. Yeah. I mean, like, if a movie's great and it's great, I mean, plus Bond, I'm going to keep saying his name wrong. Bong Ho. The director? Yeah. Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Okay. Because he's done 
tons of movies. Like he made Snowpiercer, which was like essentially like an American film or like I still or at least an English film, I think. Neither have I, but that had like Chris Evans in it. I've, I heard mixed reviews on that one. I just didn't get around to it. I still now now that Parasite's won. I mean, first up, what the hell are we doing? Why haven't we seen Parasite yet? We need to go see that. I just, yeah, I know. It's just we've been busy. Well, I know it feels like we've been busy. We see a lot of movies, and Parasite. I don't know. Ooh, excuse me. That's usually if I watch a foreign film, it's never in the theaters because, like, if I'm watching a subtitle, I want to be able to like pause it and rewind it just to make sure I know what's going on consistently. I think that's part of it is I'm not big on subtitles myself. Sometimes you gotta just bite the bullet. Oh, excuse me. Wow, bite the bullet. You like it? You know, get a little bit out of your comfort zone. But yeah, very big surprise on that that they took out best foreign film and best picture, which is that's pretty awesome. That just makes you just need to see it more. So Jordan's looking at a score sheet. I haven't looked. I didn't know who won. We've got our scores here. So yes, some categories. And also for Best Picture, whoever got number one, if it was picked, got 10 points. But neither one of us got anything in that category. Because who would have thought it would win Best Picture and Foreign Film? Historically, no one. So, all right. Adding up all our scores here. So should we tell them what the bet's for? Tell them what the bet's for. Was it for Lego? Yeah, okay. We do you want to we... keep it that? Mandalorian Lego set? Ooh, I mean, I already spent my Lego gift cards. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll well, let you find it on sale <laughs> if I won. Anyway, so... Yeah, but we just decided to bet on... Do you want to keep it that the one? The Mandalorian. I mean... We'll just, you know, we'll just keep it at Lego. We'll figure out details. Details, details. But originally, the original bet was... A, because there's only one Lego set for the Mandalorian. Jordan and I both love Lego. Um, and we had previously put that on the line to try and guess the audience score and the critic score for the new Star Wars movie. And then they fucked us by locking the score. <laughs> so so uh, who knows? Maybe we still wouldn't have won. But anyway, so we decided to move it to the Oscars using our point system. Oh, dang. <laughs> you laid it down jordan i want to take a peek anyway so i think jordan owes me another voltron or something <laughs> you wish anyway all right so daniel scored an impressive 50 points with all his guesses it was because it's because i banked hard on 1917 but he was 12 away from me So congrats, Daniel, you won. I got 38. God damn it. Was it because I picked 1917? Because I feel like I got most of those from 1917. Or am I just like completely just, who knows? You just, I don't know, had more number one guesses. Like, yeah, all years that you got right were your number one choices and you got all fives, whereas I had all fives and one three. Uh, Okay. But yeah, you still beat me by 12 points though. Not too sh- yeah. Even if I had gotten Ooh. best picture right on right on, I still would have been just below you. Damn. So congrats, Daniel! You got some Lego coming your way. Yay! More Lego. Nice. I'm nice. in a Lego fever dream right now. <sighs> I need to start working again. Fuck. Yeah, you do. Chop chop. All right. Well, let's move on here, Daniel. Let's talk some other things we've seen. So, but so over. Any other thoughts on Oscars? Overall, I'd say pretty satisfying year. We need to both get out there and see Parasite. 
Yeah, I know. That's especially now that you can rent it already. Did I want Tarantino to win some stuff for directing and I know you did, Jordan. Of course. I know. Of course. But you know what? Still an amazing movie. He's still an amazing writer and director. So whatever. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I know. Pretty much like I was kind of surprised how many I got right, I guess. Still very surprised that Toy Story 4 won animation. I still can't believe how many we missed all together. That was just amazing to me. That, there was that like we're covering four. four out of the five choices and we still fucked up. Yeah, that just statistically ama- speaking, we shouldn't have messed up that many times. Not that many. <laughs> Maybe one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, that was crazy. But that's just Jordan and I beating the odds any way we can. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we can move on to other thing we other things we've seen this week. Yeah. I guess I've seen two. So yeah, let's give a couple quick ones. What was your other one? Well, my other one was last night I was just hanging out with my buddy Gavin. Uh, having some beers, and he's like, you know what? I really want to watch the South Park movie. So I'm like, sure, just throwing on something fun, easy. We, I, I hadn't seen it in years. The alcohol definitely helped, but my sides hurt from how much I laughed. Nice. <laughs> like I just had forgotten about most of the stuff, and it just came back, and it was. We just had a great time, just having a good time, laughing our asses off. I don't know. That's pretty much it. Came out like nice. twenty years ago now. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it since theaters. But yeah, God, I, it has been that long already. I don't know why I haven't seen it again. I don't know, but it's a funny movie. I remember laughing my ass off in high school watching it, and then getting talked to by yeah, my grandma. I remember a guy talking to it from my grandmother afterwards. She didn't know I had seen it. She's like, "Jordan, you better not go see that South Park movie. It might be a cartoon, but it is disgusting." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, no problem. I promise I won't go see it." again <laughs> classic children classic so, teenagers yeah but yeah south park bigger longer uncut so we both have the same movie we saw so i'm trying to think what oh i saw a movie in theaters academy theater down the street was playing a classic monty python and the meaning of life which nice. this is only the second time i've ever seen this movie the first time gosh it's probably 15 16 18 years ago Damn. So it's been a while. I think I probably forgot about 98%. One thing I forgot was this incredible opening sequence that is just hilarious, which I don't even want to spoil it for you because I just want you to see this movie someday. I know. The only Monty Python movie to date that I've seen is Holy Grail. That's the only one. But I've seen Holy Grail a bunch. Yeah. Well, I think if you like Holy Grail humor, you'll like this humor. There's some great parts. And one of my favorites still to this day is John uh, Cleese playing a professor I think it's the high school. Yeah, I guess it's the high school kids. He's giving them sex ed, and just it's just funny how he's just like talking about like now what is the importance of foreplay, <laughs> just things like that, and they're like raising their hand like, <laughs> and anyway, for uh, ends up bringing his wife in, flipping a wall up where bed comes out and doing a live demonstration of uh. <laughs> intercourse right in front of his students. It is hilarious. Now the male, as you'll see, will stick his erect penis into the female genitalia. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that oh, clip, or at least so heard the audio. Funny, but yeah, it was fun to go see this in theaters. I laughed a bunch. The whole the end was not a full theater, but people that were there laughed quite a bit. Good, it was a good time. So yeah, and the other I saw a couple other things this week, but we've talked about them before. I saw 1917 again in theaters, which mm-hmm. I'll say real quick, just as good the second time around. But I was not 
distracted with the cinematography the second time around, so it made it more relaxed and enjoyable experience for me. I feel like I need to watch it again so I won't be distracted by being murderously hungover like the first time I saw it. <laughs> so I need to see 1917 again, sober. Or at, least, or at least not hungover. Well, it's definitely worth seeing in theaters, too. Like If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out in theaters. It's definitely a theater movie. And that's what I've been recommending to people. They're like, 1917 was good. I'm like, it was good to great, depending on what you like. But at the same time, like if you really appreciate like great cinematography, like this is a theater movie. You just got to see it once in theaters. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And I had a pretty full theater too. It was, it was awesome. And yeah, I went and saw. So it's funny. I saw that on Saturday midday or so, early evening. Then I went home and I was like, "Fuck it, tomorrow's the Oscars. I'm watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." Nice. So I threw in the Blu-ray player and watched that. And then the next day, I saw that it was playing at the theater down the street. I'm like. Ah, screw it. I'm going to go see it in theaters one last time. So, yeah, I so, saw uh, Twice in One Weekend, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. A lot of fun there. Uh, but, yeah, so you were assigned a film, Daniel, and I last night watched that film, too. Show me the money. Show me the Show money. Show me the money. Yeah, we watched Jerry Maguire. Well, I was supposed to watch Jerry Maguire, then Jordan decided to watch it, too. Been a couple of years, so I'm like, screw it. Yeah, this is one I don't watch often, like every four, maybe, every four years, five years. Well, I have never seen it. So, another Cameron Crowe, because we had just watched yeah, we were Almost just talking Famous. Almost Famous last weekend. Listen to the Almost Famous right. throwback episode. And so, you're like, yeah, I watched uh, Jerry Maguire, because I'd never seen it. Not the movie I thought it was going to be. I had vaguely remembered it being like about like a sports like agent or something. Um, so, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, it was a little bit different. It was a lot different than what I had imagined. Uh, but it was, it was, I had a lot of fun. I laughed quite a bit. Like there wasn't like, it's not like huge laugh out loud moments a lot. It's got some fun moments though, for sure. It's got some funny moments. There's some good dialogue bits too. Like my favorite, like I think I told you, there's a couple, but the one that I can only remember right now is when he was breaking up with his then fiance and she's like, no guy has ever dumped me. And he's just kind of like looking timid because this is like good into the movie when he's feeling really defeated. He's kind of looking all ragged and he's just like, I'm not trying to make history. But and then she punches. She like beats the crap. Well, she punches him in the face, knees him in the gut. And I feel like she hits him like a couple more times. Very abusive woman. I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, what I liked later is uh, he takes his glasses off finally in front of uh, Dorothy. Dorothy. Yes. There we go. Yeah. In front of Dorothy. And she's like, oh my gosh, what happened? And he's like, just think if I would have bought her the ring she wanted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was good. So, yeah, there's some good humor in it. Uh, but what did not... you think of Ray? I. Wait, Ray. Her Ray? son? I'm like, Ray was the kid. Like, he's the kid from Stuart Little, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought like he was kind of funny. Two, three years before Stuart Oh, man. I love this kid. Like, of kids, especially under the age of probably eight in cinema i think ray is my favorite he is so good in this movie played perfect by that uh, i forget the actor's name but perfectly by the kid at the time yeah okay and, and what, he, he's just hilarious to me like i just love his charm yeah of one thing that speaking of ray like but that like the nanny or i forget what he's like my preferred title is like child care specialist I don't, I don't remember what he said i don't remember but like the guy who just like always looks super weird and just like looking at him, I'm like, who the hell trusts you with their child? I know. He he does come across as like, huh. 
Kind of looks sketchy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying like a pedo, but like definitely sketchy. He looks drugged out. He well, yeah, he looks yeah, like yeah. And I from- thought it was so funny when like they get back from the date, and he's coming out, and uh, you know Jerry's outside, and he's like, "Hey, man, uh, here, let me give you something for tonight." And he's just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And then he hands him like a jazz cassette. Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Yeah, he's just like okay, and he's just really intense. He's like, I, I got it. Thanks. That's funny. Later on, there in bed, he's like, "What are we listening to?" Yeah, it's a good moment there. But I, I know I love this movie. I mean, I didn't see. It, I don't think I saw it in theaters. It came out in '96. I was like junior high at the time. It's just not made for me at that time. It was made for me either. But I. But I've come to appreciate this movie. I think the more I see it, the more I like and appreciate it. I love Cuba Gooding Jr. in this movie. He is perfect as Rod Tidwell. I, I mean, I love him in this role so much. It's probably kind of the peak of Cuba Jr., unfortunately. He went on and did a few more good roles, and then his career just tanked. I don't know if, like, the love boat or whatever boat trip just tanked his career, but I don't know. He was great and then just gone, it felt like. Um, but, yeah, he is so good in this role. He was actually – so this movie is nominated for five Oscars. Best Actor, Supporting Actor, um, Picture, I think Screenplay. And the only one that win was uh, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. for Rod Tidwell. Which, huh. well-deserved, I thought. Yeah, he was a fun character. And I like... I love Regina King as his wife, too. That She has some good moments. Yeah, I was thinking, like, she has some great moments. My One of my favorites was, like, towards the end when he gets, like, sacked and they don't know if he's okay. Mm-hmm. And then his brother's just like, you know, if he wasn't such a shrimp, then she's like... She starts beating him up, like, like get out of my house. Yeah, get out of my grateful. house now. Yeah. yeah people like, got to hold her back and she's just about to beat the crap out of him. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, why the fuck would you even say that? That's your brother and that's well, his what wife. What I love about this movie, too, is so, you know, we're used to seeing Tom Cruise, the superhero kind of type, or, you know, the hero, you know, especially if you see him in this Ethan Hunt. But in this one, he's, you know, pretty early on knocked down on his ass and doesn't get back up immediately either he's like down on his ass for most of the film does not get up until the very end of the film. even when things looks like things are going good like hey it's got two clients well one's gone now now he's stuck with just one yeah and yeah oh man don't you get mad at that dad they're like yeah we just signed an hour ago yeah he's like we don't sign you know me i don't sign anything my word is oak then he's just like you were out there with that colored fella i'm just like oh man Why'd you have to do that, man? You were such a nice, likable dad figure. Yeah, man. I was like, <laughs> nope, not anymore. And you're like, oh, I guess they're from the Midwest. But, I, don't yeah. I don't remember. But I was just like, Well, oh. he just went against his word. <laughs> He's just like, well, they offered this. We took it. So I was just like, oh, that's too bad. Because when he shows up, you're like, yeah, he caught a break. He's going to, his biggest client, he's keeping. And then, Nope. 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 So yeah, it's down on his ass most of this movie, which I thought was good though. And I love Renee Zellweger in this role too. I think she's perfect as the you know single mom of Ray. I mean, I just love it. You know, Helen Hunt is her sister too. They have some good moments. Yeah, Helen Hunt had when they got oh when they got married, and she's like, "You fuck this up, I'll kill you." Yeah, <laughs> that was a good moment. Like <laughs> I'm just like, well, that makes sense. Like so, yeah, I forget what he says to her, and she's just like, it's like great talk. I'm glad we had this talk or something like that. Yeah, she's like, you fuck this up, I'll kill you. So good. But I, I, I do love Zellweger in this role, though. I think she is great. I love her character. I, I watched her eyes. Her eyes are in a few scenes were just, I don't know. This is just how good she was at acting. 
Like she should have been nominated for this movie. In my opinion, I don't remember what she was up against that year. It's been yeah, ninety six was a while ago, but yeah, she was great. I thought, and yeah, do they have a fast courtship <laughs> engagement? <laughs> Almost fast marriage, yeah, but still, I don't know. Yeah, any favorite parts before we move on here? Uh, I do like when he does the walk out of his office. That's a great scene. Uh, when he makes a full and he's like, I'm taking the fish. <laughs> He's just having trouble. I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no. I do. Um, that was hilarious. I do love that setup. That whole scene after he gets fired and goes back there is great too. And I think that's kind of you know. I was like, so this one for best or it was nominated for editing. And I was like, I guess I could see that. But I, I one scene that really sticks out though with the editing though is when he and um, Sugar are on the phone, right? Bob Sugar and. Just the cut back and forth between the clients and them, them, the clients, and the, all that cutting back and forth has such a good flow to it. Yeah. That could have been messed up and so badly in editing, and yet it has such a good flow to it, that whole scene. Yeah, it did. So that's where I yeah, definitely think it was probably deserved of the Oscar there. Because, yeah, well, it's kind of like, eh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's kind of really gets an Oscar <laughs> for that. But that scene alone, though, probably was what kind of boosted yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to think of any other favorite scenes. I don't know. I just I just love this movie. There's so many good like I love when he, he won't get on the camel. Yeah. Or when they're they're part in the uh, locker room when he's like, "You want me to dance?" He's like, "Yes." Like I ain't gonna dance. And he's just like, "What was he? What's he yelling?" Shit, I just saw this last night. <laughs> he's kicking and yelling like Jerry Maguire is. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but he's like, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I love the part in the, there's a reporter in the uh, shower room, drops her microphone and <laughs> tries not to, when she goes down to get it, tries not to look directly in the guy's junk. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> she's like getting uh, like, so funny. <laughs> like interviewing people and most of them are just walking around naked. So great though. She's just like, uh, where's the mic? Yeah. But yeah. So Jerry Maguire written and directed by Cameron Crowe. Great film. Classic in my opinion. And yeah, I see this probably once every four or five years and, it's just such a good movie. I good think. time. I enjoyed it. I enjoy it. Yeah, quite a bit. Way more than Days of Thunder. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we all have stingers once in a while. Yeah, Days of Thunder sucked, <laughs> but that's okay. Anyway, all right. Well, let's move on here, Daniel, and let's talk some Birds of Prey. Oh, excuse me. You mean Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Yeah, definitely not Harley Quinn. Or not Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Definitely not that title. Not that title. Because apparently it wasn't good enough. Nope. To survive opening weekend. Okay, so Birds of Prey here. Written by Christina Hudson, which she also wrote Bumblebee. Yeah. Come to find out. Awesome. I did really like Bumblebee. Directed by Kathy Yan or Yane, which the only thing she is known for was a movie called, pulling it up here. Dead Pigs, which I'm not sure if that is. I don't know. But yes, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, starring one Margot Robbie, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, Journey, Smollett, Belle, Ian McGregor, and Ella J. Basco. 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 So yeah, Daniel, so what were kind of your going in feelings about this movie? We're excited to see it. And what were some of your general thoughts on it? Well, okay, so leading up to going to see it, I was pretty excited. Um, the first trailer for this movie was not good. I remember it kind of being a letdown. I'm like, oh, like I thought it was going to be fun because like 
I'm not like a huge, huge like comic aficionado, but I do know like of the Birds of Prey. Um, you know, because it usually has Black Canary and a few others of my favorites. And I especially have a, a like a liking for Black Canary and uh, Huntress in like the comics and some TV shows. So I was looking forward to this. I'm like, okay, like Harley Quinn, which is the best part of the D, like Suicide Squad. Really, the only character sounds like that probably is surviving the original Suicide Squad lineup. Definitely. Um. So yeah, like you take her out of that and you put her in this. I'm like, this this should be fun. So. And it, like I said, like when I saw the trailer, I was like, I, I didn't think the movie looked good. Like it didn't look like it was going to, you know, it's not going to win an Oscar, but it looked like it was going to be a lot of fun. So that's what I was looking forward to. It's like, I, I, it might not be good, but it seems like it's going to be fun. Um, so that was me going in. Actually watching it, it was a lot more than I thought and not in a good way. Like it was just a lot. Lots of narration, lots of, back and forth like non-linear storytelling almost like in my opinion to a fault like it was kind of confusing to watch and i kind of like was forgetting like how why are we here how do we get here because it'll be like i have to tell you about this 15 minutes later then it jumps back to where you were and i'm like it was it was a little bit it was a little bit much it was a lot (laughs) a little jumpy yeah but overall like i didn't i didn't hate this movie i didn't love it I had a good, I like, I didn't want to leave it while it was, while I was watching it. But yeah, overall I had a pretty good time. Did you think about it? No. Okay. Well, I was also with five people apparently. But you're alone. I don't think so. I didn't, I never once had the hankering to just get up and leave. Not like when I watched Aquaman or Hobbs and, well, I did leave in Hobbs and Shaw. So I think even if I was by myself, I would have, I would have stayed till the end. So you said your uh, lady friend who, oh, by the way, we're about to, we were gonna have Shiloh on tonight, but she got called into work, so unfortunately she will not be joining us. She I will know. be missed. But you said she gave you some notes. Yeah, I did. I text her because I'm like, I did want like a female perspective, because like I know what things didn't work for me, what things you know worked for me. But I was also kind of curious, like, okay, like, well, what things worked for her? So I actually text her, like, hey, please. <laughs> <laughs> what a fidget i know <laughs> uh, so yes i talked to my girlfriend and just like sent her a text like hey since you're not gonna be on the show if you have time before we record just uh i text her like a little outline like tell me what you like tell me what you didn't like tell me what you loved what you hated what worked for you what didn't work for you so this is yeah i guess i wasn't sure where we we're gonna fit this in but so i asked her her overall opinion of it and this is her grading it out since she's not here. But she's should, gave should we, just, an, should we just get her general thoughts first and we'll go ge- back later? Okay, so then her general thoughts were like she let she liked the vibe of it, very fun and colorful. I what I thought was funny and what she says directly was like I thought it depicted exactly what it feels like when you're broken up with, just with a Harley Quinn style like twist to it, like taking it to an extreme. Um she did say that she wished they had shown more of Huntress. And she said that her, she felt like her story was just rushed in and they didn't spend a lot of time on her. And let's see what else she said. Like they spent a lot, she like, they spent a lot of time with black, with Canary and black mask who my girlfriend loves Ian McGregor. So she did point it, point out that she loved black mask cause it's Ian McGregor. 
she said she loved the sandwich bit and thought that was hilarious and like take like the the breakfast the sandwich. sandwich yeah and uh and so i guess the other things just like she felt oh and her general thoughts so her other general thoughts were like she felt like some parts were rushed while others were slow so they felt polar opposite like the pacing was kind of all over the place for this movie but she said i guess overall i would watch it again i just wish some things were tweaked so that's pretty much most for general thoughts essentially she came out with like she liked the characters thought the pacing was a little wonky kind of went from like being rushed to also having slow moments and she wished that there was more hunters which so do i She's one of my favorites from the comics and the shows, and she didn't really show up a lot, which was unfortunate. Mm. So those were her general thoughts, and I'm glad she okay. was able to at least send yeah, them to no, us. Yeah, that was nice that she was able to text those to you. Okay, so for me, going in, I mean, I wasn't blown away by the trailers. I thought they were like, eh, it's all right. I'm excited. was excited to see Harley Quinn again, because I think she was the best part of Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I love Margot Robbie as an actress. I just She's great in everything she's in. And I do like her as this character quite a bit. So, you know, she she at least had my interest to go see this movie. Right. And I was like, yeah. Plus, you just it. saw her Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I did. Yeah, twice this last weekend. Yeah. And she is great in that, too. Um, But, yeah, so I was like, well, you know, it, I mean, it'd be fun to at least go check her out. Check out, um, in, you know, I thought it would be more of a girl team-up movie. Um, To my surprise, not really. Yeah, that's how they marked it. Was like this Birds of Prey team up movie. Birds of Prey but team up movie. If but you no. haven't heard, that doesn't happen to like late third act. So I don't know if I just wasn't in the right mindset or anything, Daniel, or just in the mood for this kind of thing. But um, I pulled a Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, you got up and left? I left. I could see it. So guess what part I left after? You want to play that game? We don't have to. Mm. I, I'd say you probably made it about an hour in. Because uh, you, I mean, I feel like it would take a lot for you to walk out of a movie because I've never heard you do it before. Usually it does, yes. Um, uh, what I don't know, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to think of like what thing would put you off sorry, so much. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of what we have also. <laughs> when did I walk out? When did you walk out, Jordan? <laughs> so here's when I first thought, thought about walking out was after the scene in the I don't know, claims storage room place where they put all their criminals stuff. She was going up against three guys with gun machine guns or semi-automatics. That's when she got the cocaine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which that part actually made me laugh out loud when she sniffs them in. And was like, and her eyes go wide. You hear the ping. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Uh, that was the first thing I thought about leaving after because it's, you got these guys with semi-automatics. They can't hit her worth shit. Or the other girl were shit. They shoot like stormtroopers. Yes. They get their asses handed to them. And then Harley Quinn gets a hold of a handgun and one shot that she shoots, one bullet, and one of them's gone. And then she confronts the uh, the Renee Montoya character uh-huh. and knocks her out with a cell phone by kicking it. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, okay. I mean, like, this has just gotten to a point where, like, all right. I mean, this is the, the like the sp- suspense of disbelief. Like it, I could see like you know like obviously bad guys can never hit the protagonist. You know, well, she didn't even get a scratch or anything though. Yeah. Now don't get me wrong. When she was behind the uh, 
um, powder. That was <laughs> that great. part was hilarious. Just like, mm, ping. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that part cracked me up a little bit. But I don't know. There's just so much ridiculousness in this movie. Like I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I just wasn't into it. I don't know. Again, maybe I just wasn't in the right mood for this type of film. I was just kind of. I mean, no, I could see it because all the action was good and bad. I guess like some the one on one for choreography was good, but the like when when she's in the sprinkler systems coming down, all those prisoners are free. Yeah, they're standing around her in a circle, one at a time, going after her. What the hell? All just. Tackle her to the ground already. I mean, and that stuff, like, I kind of give a pass because it's kind of what happens in superhero movies. And also, that's kind of how video games work. Is like you get a bunch of people surrounding your character, but they only ever attack one at a time because if they all attacked at once, you'd be overpowered immediately and the game would be no fun. So, but I don't know. That, that kind of stuff was just bothering me. I'm like, why are these guys just standing here waiting for the one guy to get his ass kicked so then they can go in and get their ass kicked? Why right. don't they all just come in together at once and try and take her down? Things okay. like that, I don't know. It just, it just got to a point where I just like, like I don't even care if this girl shits out the diamond or not at this point. Like I don't care if Black Mask is his ass kicked. I just don't care anymore. Okay, fair enough. Like, cause honestly, like this isn't like I won't spoil the ending, but like we all like there was a handful of us who like after the movie was over, we all went out to the lobby, and I'm like, so what'd you guys think? Cause I'm like, me, I'm like, that was a lot. Like, that was just, like, sensory overload to a point where I was just like, this is too much. Like, so much happening. Like, a lot of narration, a lot of cuts, a lot of, like, just... It, it was kind of all over the place, too, with the way they told the story. I didn't mind her, you know, kind of telling it in a Deadpool form. Right. But it was, like, flashback, back to the back to the present. Flashback, five minutes back, one week back, back to the present, like... That's the thing. I don't. That's the thing. I am not someone who appreciate. Like I can appreciate a nice flashback, well placed, but if the flashback is like every fifteen minutes or so, yeah, it's every fifteen minutes. And I'm like, when the hell this thing's called Birds of Prey? When the hell is the Birds of Prey? And like, we barely got to know the other girls at all. Which yeah, and like, so you didn't stay. Huntress, we barely saw anything of, and I liked her a little bit. But Black Black Canary was probably my favorite of them, and we we still I thought she was underdeveloped. All the rest of them were underdeveloped. I love Margot Robbie in this role, but after an hour, I was really starting to get a little bit annoyed with her. Yeah, see, if you... And that's the thing. I think that's one of the... DC, like, DC just seemingly can't get a team-up movie right. Like, they tried kind of like like Guardians of the Galaxy for Suicide Squad, and that didn't work. Uh, Justice League didn't work. You know? I mean, Shazam worked but that was a solo movie until the very end right you know and same with like aquaman that's a solo movie with like one other main character yeah. i mean it, there's still some pauses i'm not like trashing the screen completely like you you think i'm probably gonna give it an f but i'm actually not gonna spoiler give it an f okay so i mean there's things like i like the colorfulness of this movie quite a bit like her outfits and yeah. everything were fun i'm at least glad that you did not leave before like i mean her like main assault on the police station when she's got like her little launcher that launches like colorful like Bean, glitter glitter and, and bean bags yeah like that was a fun scene that was fun and i liked all the like the explosion of glitter and things like that and all the colors and it looked cool and some of the again one-on-one choreography was good but again i mean do these guys not have guns on them? Why aren't they trying to take her down? Or at least with tasers. That's something I thought was like, was like when she takes her, I'm like, she's using non-lethal force on police officers for obvious reasons. People don't 
aren't don't want to make a movie where she's just slaying police officers, even though the character would do that. But at the same time, just like well, I mean, how are these her, guys? Her with her little gun shooting beans was fine. Bean bags yeah. was fine. I thought that was great. Yeah, I mean it's she totally Harley Quinn. She didn't have to be killing them. Well, right, right. But I just but again, why aren't they tasing her at least? That's something I was I'm like you whole police station and nobody's shooting at you. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, and I was kind of excited to see her hyena. He gets blown up. I know. I oh, mean, spoiler alert! Shit. Well, yeah, you don't see a lot of the hyena. He has a couple little moments, but like I was hoping they would, there would be more. And anyway, part of what you know, leave, I like I knew again, spoiler alert, that Black Canary was going to betray E. McGregor. I, we we all knew that was happen, going to happen, right? Because she's part of the Birds of Prey. So, no surprise there. Yeah, I know it was kind of it was well, it was pretty predictable, just like most superhero movies are. Um, one and thing I, I did not. Oh, I know what scene I left after when they ran the old, poor old guy at the grocery store over with the cart and ran out with all the stuff. Oh, so they shoplift, which is fine because they're not supposed to be good people. Yeah, but then yeah, they run a poor old guy over with the cart, and that's I don't know. At that point, I was like, ah, all right, I think I've seen enough. I know how this is where this is going, how it's going to end. So I was like, eh, fair enough. I can see, it. like I said, like especially with like which is how a lot this was. I can see people walking out. Um, so, yeah, that was, that's yeah. I mean, it just there were good parts and not so good parts. It, but it, I don't know. I think again, just wasn't in the mood for this, and I was just like, eh, I just got better things to do. I mean, I can see. Someone did you see this before you before or after you watched? Uh, um, Once Boy. upon a time in Hollywood after this okay yeah so this is you go from that to this well yeah i went from 1917 once upon a time in hollywood twice in the same weekend luckily that it was last it was yesterday and i watched jerry Maguire at night to kind of cleanse myself because jerry Maguire see, is a fantastic movie see so i'm like you even set yourself up like you watched a class movies and then you watched like a very b class movie yep so I mean, again, parts I liked, I liked her in the role, but again, after an hour, it's like, okay, I'm really getting annoyed with you right now. Yeah, and that's the thing. Okay, one thing I would like to ask because yeah, I, I didn't mean, like her thief friend at all. I just thought she was whatevs. She was a very like her name's Cassandra Kane. She's a huge deal in the comics. Really? She yeah, but the like from what I've heard, a lot of people saying like the the difference between her comic character and this is night and day like not even the same character just for namesake alone. Okay. and again i didn't even by the end i didn't even care if she shed the diamond out or not well that's the thing a lot like no i'm like i don't even know anything about her she was like essentially what the whole plot focused around but you don't really learn anything about her yeah she was kind of a MacGuffin. yeah which is kind of a shame if your whole film that is one of the main people that it circles around give her a little bit more but i don't know great cast though Ian McGregor was great in his role. I mean, people are saying he was over misogynistic or whatever, but I like he was fine. It was, he's a, not you're not supposed to like him. I know. Plus, this is what I like yeah, kind of pointed I, out. I will say that crazy was that when he had that family upside down, he oh. cut the guy's face off. Yeah, we should have just said spoiler alert a long time ago. Yeah, we'll just say spoiler alert now because obviously Jordan hasn't seen the ending, and I have to spoil it for him. <laughs> oh, thanks, but Maybe no, I was gonna go see. I know, freaking. <laughs> Ian McGregor is like huge asshole, but 
Um, As you should be as the bad guy. <laughs> kind of like how I point out in Joker how we were talking about, like, you know, in Gotham, you either have the super rich or the super poor. They don't ever really show much of, like, any sort of middle class in, like, any movie depictions, or much less for the comic depictions either. But, like, just in, like, this, like, you get, like, super pieces of shit people who are part of the underworld. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, there's no, like, oh, he's kind of, like, a good guy. He's like, no, they're which, all which just Which I thought his club was cool. Bad. Yeah. That was cool. Um, and I liked seeing everybody's, like, different angles of the club of what happened on the same night. I mean, th- there was some definitely some positive still, but overall, I just, I don't know. I, I, got, I got worn out, I guess, and just like, eh, I'm done. Yeah. So I knew I, where it was going. There's going to be a showdown at the end. Birds yeah. are going to win. The end. <laughs> I mean, after the kill the hyena, I was just done. I was like, oh, he's dead. Bruce. 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 After the hunky wing guy. Yeah. I mean, uh, see, I love her. Though. She's so good. She's, yeah, I know. She's so good. I feel like better well, writing is what would have saved oh, this movie. This, this needed to be a Birds of Prey movie if that's what it was going to be. And it was more, a ba- more backstory on the other birds. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it just would have been better. I think. Sometimes less is more, and I think a little less Harley would have been better. I, overall, I, I still enjoy her quite a bit. I love Margot Robbie in this role, but I think a little bit less would have been more. Right. And I, I, I don't know. Did you? Did any of the slow mo get tiring for you at all? Uh. Most of the fights were decently choreographed. The one on one stuff. Right. I didn't. I guess I didn't like the overall group fighting in this, but the one on one was fine. I mean, it was kind of cool seeing guys get their legs broken. Oh, like brutally broken. Like when she like would stab him with like her, uh, I, her I th- baseball bat. Yeah, I think one of my favorite moves though was when the, uh, I forget which girl it was. I think it was it was either Huntress or Canary. Um, does a uh, what do you call that spin? But jump spin kick and knocks the door into the guy, putting his head through the glass. Oh, that was Canary. Yeah, yeah that was cool. That was awesome. So stuff like that was cool. But yeah, I wanted more of this. These I wanted to see more of the uh, other characters. So I wanted to see more of their growth, more of their character development. Right. So otherwise, this is just a Harley Quinn movie for the most part. Wait, yeah, I mean, it absolutely is a Harley Quinn movie with a side order of Birds of Prey. And so you didn't even stay for the third act, I think. It sounds like you left second act. Yeah, it's pretty had to have been end of the second act yeah so and that's the thing is like even they the f- they got the stuff they want the girl to crap out the diamond oh i guess i did see them go to that one amusement park and see she was tied to the chick to the toilet so i think that's like the very beginning of the third act yeah so i saw the first two acts because yeah like you right, don't so go in go into the third act Tell so us. third act is essentially kind of which they have a fight out or they have a a final brawl in the fun house which was a fun fight scene because they use a bunch of the amusement equipment to kind of like inform how they're fighting around everything. Who are they fighting? They were just fighting black mask hired guns to go take out the birds of prey. Okay. And so and they, it's more, they have guns and the girls only have bats and yet they're still winning. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to remember. Like, I don't think all of them had guns. Like I think some of them have guns, but most of them are just like street thugs. So they're just like going in there like we can take them. Yeah. With like, I mean, the fun Bats house and stuff. probably would have been a fun time, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I should have just. I mean, sat like I said, you're rest. not wrong. Like it ends with a final fight. The one, th- one of the things I'll appreciate, I'm like, like every superhero movie ends with like this big brawl out in the final scene. At least it wasn't a huge CGI fest. That's a point I'll give it. Okay. It didn't devolve into just a huge CGI fest. And, um, and I can appreciate. I appreciate that. But 
you know, like I said, like it kind of ends predictably. Uh, they f- defeat the hundred plus goons, and then uh, they go after Black Mask specifically. And spoiler alert, they blow him up. Okay. And it is very abrupt too. It's not like, oh no, it's literally like, boom. Uh, Cassandra, like the little the little thief, like he's like, hey, I have your ring, Harley. She's like, what ring? Pulls a, a pin, like a grenade pin, and then just like like throws it at Black Mask, and then Harley just like kicks him off of a pier, and then just like doesn't even hit the water, just poof, into pieces. And I'm like, oh, so he's not coming back. There's no doubt. It's it's not like, oh, he fell in, then it blew up. Like, he died off screen, technically. So maybe he'll come back. No. His limbs are filleted everywhere. Nice. (laughs) All right. So overall, what are your overall thoughts? I mean, overall, like, it's not a great movie. It's very jumbled. Like it said, like, I hate flashbacks, like, overuse of flashbacks. And this is, and overuse of narration, which... I think maybe one quick flashback and then we could have just picked up like seen them all from different angles come together maybe about the half halfway through the second act. Yeah. And then gone off and we had Birds of Prey. Yeah, see that's the thing. Usually team movie especially if it's an introduction like it is kind of slow you don't get to see a team aspect to like towards the end but it just feels like all of the characters are being disserviced except for Harley. Like Canary and uh the police officer uh, kind of get the most development. Mm-hmm. Huntress pretty much like, well, she's the most interesting to Huntress, me. Huntress, by the time she, I left, had nothing. She had, she doesn't really get anything, which is a damn shame because she's a great character. So it just seems like, I feel like they would have spent more time on people outside of Harley. And yeah, it just, and the birds of prey don't even come together to like, midway through the third act which is just kind of a shame well so is montoya the cop gal she is becomes a bird of prey yeah okay yeah so i don't know like uh maybe i should have stayed to the end i don't know maybe i will go see this again because i mean i've seen a couple reviews on youtube since i've watched it and they seem to like it overall maybe i didn't give this movie as good a chance if you're gonna see it again i would say just rent it yeah i'm not gonna like see from what you saw like i'm not, not worth it. the full ticket price Yeah, i'm not gonna go see this in theaters again yeah. but maybe i will just say i completed it maybe i sh- should just sat in my seat for another 30 minutes or so and just finished eh, it yeah i don't know i just was not into it and i was just like eh i'm done fair enough it happens to the, all of us so but yes, Birds of Prey. Overall, I would give it C minus. I actually would not get. It's not going to get an F. I will give this C minus because okay. there it did. It did have some cool parts, and I did like again all the colorful, cool things about it. Um, there, there was some good stuff still. So it gets a C minus from me. Okay. Well, from Shiloh, she gave it overall B plus. B plus. All right. B plus. Personally, me, I'm giving it like a. I don't know. It's a. Like, I was enjoying myself, and it's a very solid, like, a B-fun type movie. But I'd say, like, probably, like, I don't know, C, like, C plus, B minus area. Like, right in there. Okay. All right. This is not a movie I'm going to watch again on my own. But if my girlfriend's like, hey, I want to watch Birds of Prey, I'm like, yeah, sure, throw it on. But, uh, DC yeah. Reunion. I know DC's really just got to like, like, figure uh, out how to make team-up movies work. Well, they, hopefully James Gunn will teach him. 
Hopefully, because yeah, like Suicide Squad, I think put a lot of people off of this movie because essentially this kind of looked more like kind of like Suicide Squad than anything else that DC has done. And if you're like, oh, that looks yeah. like Suicide Squad, didn't your follow up thought is, oh, didn't do super hot the box office either. What did it do like 30, 33 million over the weekend, which is domestic, yeah, not 80, a flop per se, but not amazing either. Right, I think eighty million worldwide, which almost makes up its budget. Makes back its budget. How big was its budget? Like ninety? Like a hundred? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. For all the like on ground hand to hand combat stuff, mm-hmm. I think I mean, they might have spent should have spent a little bit more on choreography then. Well, what that's cost a hundred? Wow. I mean, I guess with the talent like Margot Robbie, maybe, and the other gals, get the price up there a little bit. Like, but what was that? Was that Palo the Coke? Like an actual Coke? <laughs> like shit. What made this? Wow, hundred million. Yeah, like some some like that. That's what I heard. I haven't Okay. Well, anyway, so that's our review of Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Not amazing, but didn't suck either. And maybe yeah. I will give it another shot down the road, but I just wasn't feeling it this week. Fair enough. I mean that's how I feel like when I, I never th- walk out of movies, it kind of felt good to walk out of one. Is never You're like, I don't oh, think I've ever done that before. Oh, it finally happened. No, there's been plenty where I've thought about it. I remember one oh. time our cousins and I were at, um, I think it was the first Tomb Raider movie, and about halfway through, we're just like, should we leave? Mm-hmm. We're like, well, I don't know. We paid money. Let's just stay here. And But yeah, I remember all three of us were kind of like, well, should we just get out of here? I mean, the more time you spend in theaters, the more like walking out of bad movies since you see so many. It's just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> so anyway, that's our review. Let's move on here, Daniel, and let's get into this week's Rotten Tomato game. Gambling game. Okay, so uh, last for- week we bet on Birds of Prey, I think. I think we did, yeah. So last week, Jordan bet 45%. I bet 62%. <laughs> I won because the Rotten Tomato score was like 80%, which I still think too high. Definitely. Let's see. Birds of Prey is sitting at an 80% right now. And it's sitting at an 80% audience score, too. So audiences are liking it. Critics. Yeah, I mean, I think think it's because it just beat everybody's expectation. I think a lot of people were expecting it to be bad. So it ended up being... Halfway decent. The fact that it was watchable. They're like, oh, wow. It was watchable. Yeah, I don't think this was a complete garbage movie, which is weird saying that because, like, well, then why'd you walk out? I don't know. Give me a break, people. I mean, like I said, like, I liked, I like Fast and Furious movies, but for whatever reason, was not feeling Hobbs and Shaw, even though it was still very much Fast and Furious. Yeah. But I'm just like, eh, just not feeling it. Bye. That's kind of my thing. I went to Barnes and Noble and read a book. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what have been on this week? We got Supersonic coming out, or Sonic the Hedgehog, I guess. Right. I guess we can bet on that, because I don't think that's going to be good, but I hope it's going to be fun. We can bet on that. We're definitely seeing it. For Sonic the Hedgehog, wow, I'm going like... You just look it up, did you? Are you cheating over there? No, it doesn't have a score posted. Oh, really? Oh, wait, I mean... No... It doesn't have a score posted. All right. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna keep mine anyway. I have no idea. This could. I don't think it's gonna be like a great. I like. Could be like barely fresh, sixty percent. Uh, I don't know. 
I said 50. I said 42. All right. Video game movies, historically, do not do well. Uh, I can only imagine how low yeah, the why score. Why am I giving it this much cash? Dang it, you're right. I well, guess I just have high hopes that it's decent. I mean, I hope it's gonna. Be, I don't think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be bad, but it's gonna. I hope it's gonna be fun. Is like I don't hope it's good. I know it's not, but I hope it's gonna as be fun. As long as it's better than Pokemon. I liked Pokemon, I but again, I have that nostalgia to fall back on. Pokemon I was. I had none. I'm like again. I think I said this before. You take out Ryan Reynolds, and that movie sucks. I mean, even if they put it like The Rock was on the short list to do that movie, and even if you put out The Rock, that I think would have still not gotten as far. No, you get to sign me a movie. It sounds like I sure do. What do I want you to watch? What do I want you to watch? Uppity. You want me to watch Uppity, which is streaming on Netflix now. What the heck is that? It is the Willie T. Ribb story. No. From the same producers that did 24 Hour War and Shelby American. Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, dang it. You know, I didn't expect to win, so I didn't really have anything. I don't know. It could make you watch that Netflix Taylor Swift documentary. <laughs> you wouldn't dare. I wouldn't. Because otherwise, you're watching it next time. Um, I already watched part of it. Dang it, Jordan. Dang it. Didn't come prepared. So you sign me that documentary next time you're watching Bird Box. Bird Box. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to sign you one of those. Crap. Damn it. Damn, 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 damn. He might have to decide after here. Let's, let's, uh, we won't torture our uh, audience with uh, you trying to decide. I almost just want to make you watch the Lego Masters, like, first episode. Yeah. I'm so we can talk about it. I haven't got around to that yet. I mean, you could do that. I mean, it's 45 Up- minutes. <laughs> it's just... I tell you, Uppity would be a good one. What's Uppity? The show. Willie sure. T. Ribb story. He's the first African-American um, Daytona 500 driver. What? So you just get to pick your own movies? I'm just suggesting you it. some bitch. Now, you, now you're watching, like... I could make you watch Booksmart if I really wanted to be mean. I hear it's good. <gasps> Can I be mean? We haven't been mean for a while. <laughs> no, but just keep in mind, Revenge is the dish best served cold. I know, but then again, I'm looking at my Hulu recommends and the spy who dumped me starring Mila Kunis is there. And I'm like, wow, that looked bad. I remember the title. I don't remember the trailer. It is bad. It is real bad. Ugh. Damn it, you I can sign like, me Police Academy. I've never seen that. That's on Netflix. Dude, they have all of them on Netflix now. Oh, really? They, yeah. Ooh, you can sign me the Rush documentary. Rush documentary. Inside Bill's brain. That's supposed to be good. Damn it, Jordan. You can't pick your own. I'm just throwing out suggestions. Ooh, Moon. You say one more. I'm making you watch Ninja Turtles three, even though you've already seen it. But that's on Netflix too. It's part of my Blu-ray collection. Yeah, it is. Ooh, gold member. Free Willy. Nice. I almost just want to make you watch Klaus because I'm going to watch it this week and I would like to talk about it. Well, then assign it. I'm just going to assign you Klaus because I can't think of anything else. I got nothing. Nothing. This is on Netflix? Yeah, Netflix original. All right. Klaus it is. Sweet. It gives me, make sure. I'm just glad you made a damn decision. I know. Like It makes me also for (laughs) sure like, okay, I'm going to watch this movie because I would like to see it because... 
I was surprised that everybody's like, Klaus should have gotten it. Kla- they should have gotten it. Not you. And I'm like, huh, I should probably see that then. All right, class it is. Jason Schwartzman, J.K. Simmons. Cool. All right. Klaus it is. Sweet. All right, well, let's, uh, let's uh, wrap this up here. Let everybody know where they can find us. You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movies underscore Bruce. Let us know what you thought about the Oscars. You think... Parasite shouldn't have won, should have won. What do you what would what were your picks? Once upon a time. Once I know, Jordan. Once upon a time, Hollywood is yours. <laughs> and But yeah. I haven't seen Parasite. I'm still gonna see it. How to train your dragon? I might even this next week see it. Oh, rear window is playing at the Academy Theater. I know. I'm gonna try and squeeze that in. Uh yeah. So let us know what you thought of the Oscars. Loved it, hated it, or you just don't watch them and you just look up a list like me. Let us know. All right, right, everybody. Thanks for uh, downloading the show. Please share the podcast with friends. It helps the show grow. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review just because. Thanks. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers.